This is Analog. You listen here, you dumb dick. I fucking hate you guys. Watch professional wrestling. And what are you, a fucking idiot? Coming at you like a very well played game of Plague Incorporated, it's Analog. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stay safe, people. Yeah, seriously. Stay absolutely safe, everybody. (laughs) Um,. It's a crazy time right now, you know. It is a very crazy time right now. There's uh, um, pizza deliveries are still happening, but the entire country of where pizzas are at, there there's no deliveries. Oof, yeah, it's true. They have to just use all of their horribly fresh ingredients and make their own damn pizza. Yeah, what's up with that? Give us those fresh ingredients. Oh wait, not yet, because you're under quarantine. Yeah, Afterwards, yeah, give us your fresh ingredients. Yeah, I'll take your, well, your San Marzano tomatoes in like a month. Yeah, I'll take your uh, samosa potatoes too. <laughs> <laughs> You're still kind of right because samosas have potatoes in them. So oh my God, wrong. do they? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. You're not wrong. Wow, You're go right. me. Yeah, good job. Go you. Oh, you know what I was thinking? <laughs> okay. I was thinking Samoas. Oh. <laughs> Those do not and I have was potatoes. Like, I was like, wait, the cookies have potatoes in them. <laughs> I was really confused for a hot second there. No, but you know no. What? I'm not confused anymore. Yeah, you figured it out. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> I'm Theo. And I'm Josh. Oh. Wait, what the? Hold on. Hey guys, it's a uh, Foby here. Holy uh, shit! Yeah, you know I. It's been a minute, but uh, I'm I'm back and I'm I'm better than ever. Ask me what I've been doing, Foby. I I thought Bovy killed you. No, you can't kill the Foby. You can't you can't <laughs> fove what you can't see. Oh shit. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, what have you been up to, Fovey? Uh, well, you see, this morning I got up and I ate some professional wrestling, and then I went to the bank and I withdrew a, a heaping helping of professional wrestling, and then I went home, and you know what I drank? I drank a tall glass of milk. Oh, okay. Did you have cat balls in the milk? No, I didn't have any cat balls in the milk, but I did have a, a big old bushel full of professional wrestling. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to go now. I'm going to go uh, crack open a big old can of professional wrestling. All right, Fovey. Well, um, you stay safe out there. I will. Don't forget to wear a mask and wash your hands for 20 seconds. Bye. Uh, I think he just transformed into a helicopter or he just spun around and just started spinning outside of my apartment. I think it's more likely that one. Well, 
you win some, you phobie some. You win some, you phobie some. That's, that's not, not a saying. It is now. It's, it's a saying now because it's an episode title now. <laughs> <laughs> you Great. win some, you phobie some. <laughs> Fucking immortalized now. Great. I love it. I'm I'm really good at these these catchphrasey things, yeah. right? Yeah. So if, if you haven't figured it out yet, we are down a phobie. Or no. Uh, we're a plus a we're phobie. Up a we're, phobie. Down, we're up a phobie. We're down a bovie tonight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he got a uh he took a clothesline to the throat. Yeah. So in case you didn't know, <laughs> Bovie's learning to actually professional wrestle. He's, he uh, is. He's he's in wrestling school and he is fucking kicking some serious ass. Except he took a clothesline to the throat and now we can't talk. So Yeah, yeah. We tried. We were going to try uh, yesterday, Tuesdays, is our, our usual record nights. And, uh, yeah, he's like, I can't talk. Mm-hmm. But he said that through so, text. It would have been weird if he <clears throat> talked that to us. Yeah, that would have been like, I can't, can't talk. <laughs> yeah, that's about what it would sound like. <laughs> so you're stuck with just us. Yeah, just us, our sexy mouth noises. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are those are our sexy noises. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, you know, I'll let well, I'll let the I'll let those in the room dry off, and I'll let those in the room kind of, you know, tape it down, tape it down mm-hmm. into the side. You don't want yeah. to walk around with that. Yeah, definitely. And uh, on top of on top of the two of us, you're also stuck with a very large list of fun things to talk about. Oh yeah, there are so many fun little things to talk about because uh, in this last week that we were gone, a lot has happened. A lot of yeah. a lot of neat little things that we just want to put into your ear holes. Yeah, real deep in your holes. Yeah, ear we holes. Deep. We got to get them deeper, deeper. Um, you know. <laughs> that's what we do yeah that's what we do <laughs> let's start it we're just let's, like let's yeah. so we got the <laughs> final trailer for the fucking really badass looking black widow and yeah. the last trailer i wasn't too keen on it wasn't as good as the first show i was like this, this Was that the, wasn't that the look, special look of oh. special look yeah i wasn't i wasn't too into it this trailer the final trailer Fucking pulled me right back in. This really is a great. good trailer. Army of Black Widows. Uh, some deep, deeper divings into some task mastering. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> some really cool shit. Um, just lots of new footage. Tons of new action. Some more story to it all. We finally know kind of the story of what's going on. So Taskmaster has taken over the Red Room, which trained Black Widow, obviously. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Natasha doesn't want that to happen to anyone ever again. So she's gonna, yeah. So she's gonna fucking take down the Red Room, which means taking down Taskmaster. Yeah, and if you don't know, Taskmaster, he got a photo, photogenic. Uh, what is it? God, yeah, I can't remember. It's, what it's not called. really a. It's, it's not a photogenic, photogenic memory. It's yeah, it's photogenic that, reflex. That yes, it's that photogenic reflex. So basically. Taskmaster's ability is that if he can, if he watches someone fight, he can perfectly replicate their fighting style, no wow. matter who it is. And we actually see a ton of this in the trailer because yeah. we we see in the trailer he's actually watching 
He's, you know, he's watching Iron Man 2, which, dude, come on, really? That's the movie you picked to watch? Like, really, bro? Well, that's, uh, you know, Black Widow's uh, first fight yeah, and stuff. First, yeah, our first fight, and I get it. I'm just I'm being an asshole. But, you know, he's, he's watching Natasha on the screens, and then we even see he has some, uh, some fancy vibranium Black Panther claws, and he yeah. uses some Black Panther fighting styles. He's got a shield that he throws around like Captain America, Mm-hmm. He even when he's falling, he kind of does the Iron Man pose. It's fucking did you notice crazy. That? Yeah. I did yeah. not notice that actually, but it's it's crazy. Like Taskmaster is going to be a he's going to be a wild character filled to the brim with like Easter eggs, but the Easter eggs are just fighting styles. Yeah, so you got to pay attention to that. Yeah, it's different, but it's fucking cool. It's It'll be really neat because we'll probably cool. get a we'll probably get a revisit some you know older films via video fighting and stuff like that so that'll be kind of neat to kind of see how they stole footage from like different avengers and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that could be Um, cool yeah uh i yeah i'm really i'm i'm really down for this movie um and can we stop uh um post credits for trailers yeah i i get it it's like a little stinger you know like i get it but it's like they're all always the same. It's always like a joke, you know? Yeah. Like, and hey, like, I can't believe you farted into my soup. <laughs> yeah. And there's like, Wah. yeah, Wah. Like, and then one last one last little. Yeah. Can we just stop that? Yeah. Let's just not do that anymore. <sighs> let's just not. Yeah. Well, I'm but, sure it's a trend that'll stay here for a while. Yeah. Regardless, this trailer was badass. And yeah. I'm, I'm 100% signed on for Black Widow, like, for sure. Like, I'm ready for this movie to fucking come out now. You want to know a funny thing uh, that I learned about Taskmaster? What's is that? He can also watch uh, martial arts films at, like, two times speed. And not the whole time, but for a short burst of time, he can uh, emulate that. He can, he can emulate it at, like, double speed? Yeah. That's fucking awesome <laughs> it's weird right uh yeah so mr like, sunday movies did a really great breakdown of of taskmaster as a character and i was like oh i appreciate this well definitely check it out taskmaster is a very fucking cool character so yeah i'm really excited to, to for this to happen I, my my only regret is that he's not as like batshit looking as i wish he she is as i wish yeah, he could be. i want the skull i want like a legit skull mask come on yeah like Taskmaster is not this like technological villain who's wearing like a motorcycle helmet with a skull like engraved into it. Like, nah, man, I ain't about that. Like, Taskmaster's a weird dude. Let's he make is. him a weird dude. Let's commit to it, you know? Yeah. Give us the weird. Come on, Marvel. Let us have the all the weird. Mm-hmm. Not just in space, like, because. You know, they let Guardians of the Galaxy have all the weird, but Earth never gets any of the weird. Earth never gets any of the weird. It's like, come on, there's weird people on Earth, too. Yeah, they only give us the strange, the Doctor Strange. (laughs) 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 Uh, Any any other thoughts on Black Widow? Because nah, this looks badass. Yeah. Army of Black Widows, uh, Taskmaster. What, What else could you want? I... I don't really know. I mean, we even get, oh, there is one other thing, actually. There is a small tease when uh, Rachel Weiss, when Rachel Weiss's character, uh, 
I want to say her name is Melina, Melina Vostikov, I think, if I remember correctly. She's Iron Maiden in the comics is her character. And when she opens her her safe house to pull out weapons, you can see the Iron Maiden mask in the background. Really? Yeah. That's a fucking cool little Easter egg. And I really hope it leads somewhere. Who do you think is going to turn? I'm kind of leaning toward, I mean, spoilers, potentially. Potentially uh, spoilers, I, kinda, I guess, maybe. I kind of think Blondie is going to. So, okay. What I think is going to happen is I do think that, I think that Melina's going to turn. I think she's going to end up being Iron Maiden. But I think that um, her sister, Yelena, I think her sister's yeah. going to end up being brainwashed. And then it's going to kind of be like a Winter Soldier type situation. Oh. Mm-hmm. Where like and she'll be she brainwashed, be- they'll have to fight, but then she'll kind of remember at the end, but not really fully remember, but remember enough, and yeah. Okay. Because uh, we're, rumor is that sh- that Blondie, I might have it wrong, that she might replace Black Widow. Yes, that is a that's a pretty strong rumor because Florence Pugh is actually kind of on the ups in Hollywood right now. So mm-hmm. getting her was actually kind of a coup for Marvel. So there is a pretty strong rumor that she's going to end up being the new Black Widow moving forward. Mm. We'll probably call her like White Widow or something. <clears throat> yeah, she actually does have a she has like a White Widow costume in the film. And the, the, there is a pretty strong rumor that she'll end up being like White Widow. So they're like, we can't hand over the Black Widow moniker, but we can hand it. We can make her the White Widow. Is there a White Widow in the comics? I There's believe so. Be, right? I it's believe be. so. Let me find out. Let's. My knowledge of Marvel isn't as deep as I wish it was, but let's find out. White Widow, Marvel. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, interesting. What? There, uh, there is, there is, mm-hmm. except it's Felicia Hardy on Earth nine hundred two one four. Nine hundred two one four, because they couldn't do nine hundred two one zero, right? Yeah. So it's uh, White Widow is Black Cat on a malt, on a different Earth. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. All right. All right. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Um, all right, so that's a that's a Black Widow for you. Yeah. Um, next, what, what what else? What else did they drop on us? Uh, we also got the first trailer in a year and a half for Artemis Fowl, which was yeah. heavily delayed. Yeah. So, but uh, now, now we've got a full actual trailer with actual story and Colin Farrell and all that stuff. Yeah, there was they put a lot into this trailer. Yeah. Um I will say it looks like a two thousands, like a like a two thousands kids movie, like you know, a la Percy Jackson, but with better like graphics. Yeah, it does, huh? Mm-hmm. It did not feel like a I, modern I think Artemis Fowl comes from around because I we remember we we got schooled in this the last time we talked about it. Yeah. Artemis Fowl was like a it's like a young adult series. And I think it's probably it does it, come from it, the 2000s. The book it does series. come from the 2000s. So it probably comes out. They probably came out around the same time as the Percy Jackson series. So I could see that correlation just being based on that alone. You know? Yeah. 
<clears throat> so I don't know. But uh, this trailer was it was it's interesting. Um, I'm I'm sold on Colin Farrell because he's just phenomenal. Yeah, Colin Farrell's always good. He looks like really good in this, even though he's even though his character is a little a little more subdued in this one, just because he's like he's Artemis Fowl's dad, who is yeah. like. Dude, honestly, there's so much shit going on in this trailer that I couldn't even fully process everything. His dad is a collector of magical artifacts, from what I could tell, and he uses those artifacts to like protect the world secretly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, so Earth has a bunch of magical artifacts, right? Mm-hmm. And and his dad like kind of takes them so that way he can use because they're like he he essentially keeps earth safe from like the fairy side of the world so there's like kind of like a you know kind of a whole evil fairy organization it sounds like and uh he's like nay nay earth be protected but he gets uh captured or jailed in the midst of stealing a uh a an a, a, a artifact of some kind i don't know mm. And so now they're trying, they think Artemis Fowl has it. And they're like, give me that. And he's like, no, this butler guy is showing me the secrets of my life now. But I, I believe, because I, afterwards, after our episode, I did look up more. I believe that that's all kind of a front because they took his dad. Mm. So now, now he's trying to learn all of this so that he can get his dad back. Oh, so he's trying to become a badass like his dad. Yeah, he's gonna do it because he's Artemis Fowl. So now he's gonna be, become a master criminal to steal artifacts that are actual magic effects. Exactly. Yes. Um. So here's the crazy thing: is yeah, this movie was supposed to come out August. Yep. And um, another weird kind of thing I've been seeing is it's been saying like Disney Plus on some different articles. But this is an actual theatrical release, right? This is a theatrical release, yeah. yeah that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, I, what? This is definitely a theatrical release for sure. So, okay. so uh, I guess the reason why it was delayed, um, like there's no reshoots. They didn't do anything like that. So that usually means like Disney has confidence in the movie as well. And especially because of the – so this is – it got delayed because of the acquisition of Fox Properties. Yes. That's, which they just there, pushed it. what I was going to say there's actually been a lot of that kind of going around where it's like oh yeah we we got delayed but we got delayed because of the merger so yeah because we have too much content and we got to get the content that's like eh out there so that way the content that we believe in we'll just yeah we'll do some more marketing for it we'll, we'll yeah push it up yeah so, so. I don't know yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm sure fans will, uh, uh, hopefully they're still, so, I mean, it's kind of weird. Like this movie, came, I mean, the book came out like in 2001. Yeah. And then development didn't even start to like 2013. And now it's 2020. That's nearly a decade ago that this, that this book series came out. Crazy. That's yeah. two, two decades ago. That is two decades ago. Oh yeah, two shit. Decades, twenty fuck. years. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it's even wow. crazier. It's even crazier. Oh my god, that oh, man, that hurts. That's just oof. God damn. 
We old, man. Oh, we so old. Shit. I feel super fucking old now. Jesus, God. <laughs> I think I have that date right. At 2001? It, it's got to be 2001. Let me look at Artemis Fowl book. Artemis Fowl book. 2001. 2001. Jesus. Wow. Okay. Uh, last book came out in 2012, at least. Yeah. That makes me feel a little better, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God uh, damn. Well, sticking with the whole <sighs> Disney thing. Uh, uh, so Hocus Pocus 2, as we know, is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sandersons, uh, as far as we know so far, are are not the main people in it, but they will be a part of it. Yes. So the original cast is expected to return, the original Sanderson sisters, but it's meant to be um, not quite a sequel, but essentially a sequel, like a spiritual sequel. Okay. Focus, focus. I see. Um, well, it looks like they also found their director um uh who's going to be bringing this movie to life um mm-hmm. a man by the name of Adam Shankman mm-hmm. uh he carries a, a knife and he stabs a lot of people uh, um, he does and he also makes movies yeah he does make movies his, his uh, most and, recent and, movie was his most recent movie was what men want with Taraji P Henson was that any good did I don't know. See that? Oh man, it has so. a five. It has a five point two on uh on IMDb there. He also made Hairspray, which wasn't terrible, and he made um Bedtime Stories. Adam Sandler. Huh. I never saw it. I haven't either. But that means he has a history with Disney. Yeah. He knows how to appease them, which is good. Oh man, he did the Wedding Planner. Remember that movie? Oh God! Huh? Remember that? It's yeah. got it's got J Lo and Matthew McConaughey. Oh no! Oh no! Well, what's your new favorite thing? As long as Bette Midler is involved, I'll be happy. Yeah. When is this supposed to drop on us? No idea. Or no. No. No, no date. date nothing there's no date for this it is one of those things where it's like get ready for a hocus pocus too yeah Everyone's like, like oh okay. hey this is gonna happen one day don't know when but it will eventually but that's uh, all we know <clears throat> oh they got a writer do they have a writer yeah um a few episodes or several episodes of workaholics okay uh, an episode of cougar town <laughs> a lot of tv all right. A lot of TV. L.A. to Vegas, one episode. Mm. Happy Together, one episode. Um, that's it. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he'll pro- he'll probably work together with Shankman. So she, it's a female writer. She will probably work together with Shankman and put the script together. So I mean, it's it's fine. I mean, I'll yeah. I'll wait. I'll reserve judgment. It's okay. Yeah, it could be good. It's coming to Disney Plus. Yeah. What, so, what bad has Disney Plus done? I don't know. I, I don't watch know. other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm just gonna burn through these next three stories because they're all just gonna cast, they're all just casting. So Great. first of all, this is just like a short but sweet thing. Mark Ruffalo has officially signed on to return as Bruce Banner for She Hulk. 
hell yeah you think his cousin's gonna get get cancer and he's like take my gamma bloods and she's like okay is that what uh, it was it wasn't cancer huh she gets it's some kind of sickness she gets sick or shot or something and she needs a blood transfusion and he's the only one that can give her blood so he donates his blood and she becomes she hulk and she's like wow 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 i'm super strong and super cool yeah but because it's only like a transfusion she like keeps a lot of her like inhibitions as like the hulk and stuff so that's cool yeah she essentially gets smart hulked without having to do the whole smart hulk thing that he did Exactly, which they will probably explain away by the fact that he is currently Smart Hulk. Mm-hmm. It'll just so, be like, you got my Smart Hulks. And she's like, cool. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit, you're dying. Uh, take my Hulk blood. And then and then we also know that she's going to be like a superhero lawyer. Yeah, thing. she's yeah, she's going to practice. Uh, I believe before she even becomes She-Hulk, she practices superhero law. Because he's like my cousin. Yeah, he's always getting into shenanigans. I gotta get General Ross away from him. Yep, and on top of that, um, it is already confirmed that her character will join the Avengers. Down nice, the line. that's fucking cool. Yeah, so she's gonna be to that. she's gonna be a big player moving forward. Whoever they end up casting as uh, Miss Jennifer Walters. Yes, Jennifer Walters. Yeah, Jennifer Walters. Yep. Wow. Continuing on in that regard, uh, Richard E. Grant, who was last seen in Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. He was the guy who was like, yep, been here the whole time. Yeah, he's like, oh, I've been fucking following Palpatine from the beginning. Um, he has joined the cast of Loki. And the rumor is that he could be King the Conqueror. Ooh, I can get down with that. Mm-hmm. I can be down with that, too. Richard Grant is a damn good villain. He's Give a spooky guy. He's a spooky guy. I would appreciate he's like, that. He's like, hello, I'm Mr. Spooky Pants. Are you ready for some spooky pantonines? I'm just hiccuping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. That's it? That's all? I, um, yep. He's like, I'm coming through time to give you hiccups. That's how I'm conquering this world. Yeah. So the, the King Conqueror thing is just a rumor. Um, he has officially joined the cast, but his role is still being kept under wraps. So Yeah, and it's not like King is like a really buff guy, too. So he wouldn't even have to do like a mocap he deal. Yeah, he wouldn't have to do anything. Like it's that's pretty solid, pretty solid role. They just um, blew his face. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and last but not least, so uh, we talked about, I believe, an episode or two ago that they're doing a live-action Peter, Peter Pan film. Margot Robbie, Tinkerbell, Joaquin Phoenix as Hook. Well, they found their Peter Pan and Wendy. So Ooh. Alexander Molony has been cast as Peter Pan. And Ever Anderson has been cast as Wendy. And All right. On top of the reveal that she is Wendy, they also revealed that Ever Anderson will be playing a young Natasha Romanoff in Black Widow. Oh, wow. We get little girl uh, Natasha. That's probably going to be really sad. That's probably going to be really fucking sad, but we're going to get uh, little girl Natasha in Black Widow. So we get a flashback confirmed. <laughs> that's a clever way to confirm that. Yeah. Wait, so uh, Peter Pan's Disney, right? Yeah. Wow. 
Well, technically, Peter Pan is owned by anybody who wants to pay the rights for it. Yes, I know. But this Uh, specific Peter Pan. This one's Peter Pan. Yeah. Or yeah, this one's Disney. This is for Disney Plus. Wow. Um, So yeah, that that, uh, kid, that Maloney kid, he ain't got any other credits. Nope. He's new kid on the block. Oh, I looked up Ever Carradine, and I was like, who the hell is this? I'm looking up the wrong Ever. Ever Anderson is her name. Well, I'm just surprised that Ever is a real person's name. Oh, she plays Jay's mom in uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, She's uh, (laughs) Lisa in Bubble Boy. Remember Bubble Boy? I think you might be on the wrong Ever Anderson. Definitely. No, that's Ever Carradine. Oh, Ever Carradine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ever Anderson has been in uh, Resident Evil. She played uh, young Alice. Cool. Resident Evil, the final chapter. Oh, shit. That's cool, though. (laughs) Remember those movies? That's kind of cool, actually. Is it worth it to go back uh, and and watch watch all, all the Resident Evils? With Mia Jovovich? Yeah. Fuck yeah, it is. I remember, oh, God, which one was it? Is it, ex- no, not Extinction. I think it's Afterlife. Yeah, because that's the first 3D one. Yeah, Afterlife um, was a 3D I'm, one. If Bovi was here, he, he'd be able to recount the story with me. But yeah, we we got like press passes to go see that. Uh, and uh, yeah, we watched an early screening of that in 3D. And That was uh, the one we partnered with uh, Game Militia on. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah. It was. Yeah. Oh man, game militia. Fuck. That's a blast from the past. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, the 3D in that was pretty cool. And then there was a weird boat fight with Wesker and Alice and Jill. Yeah, man, those movies, they they take what you know and love from the video games and they just they shake it like a baby. They, mm-hmm. You know what you're not supposed to do with babies? <laughs> shake them. But you know what? Sometimes that shaking baby <laughs> look, looks better than it did before. <laughs> oh man. I mean, like, see, like Nemesis was a one for one recreation of the movies. Nemesis was perfect. Fucking perfect. Jill was, was like a one for one creation for like, you know, from Resident Evil 5 yeah. with the whole spider. Th- oh my god. There were things that they did in those movies that they were ahead of their they were ahead of their fucking time in doing with the recreation and just keeping it co- like video game accurate. Yeah. But then there were other things that maybe shouldn't <laughs> have been kept video game accurate. Like Wesker looked exactly like he did in the games with his slicked back bleach oh, yeah, blonde yeah. hair and everything. And I'm like, guys, this only looks good in like video games that have too much bloom. It doesn't oh, look. Right. He throws his fucking sunglasses. Yeah. And it's like, or something. Oh, God, it doesn't look good in movies. Don't ever do this again. And then they did it like three more times. And I'm like, oh, "Oh, God, stop. Yeah, dude. Fucking man. That movie is a trip. That goddamn. Okay. I think I think we. Oh, oh, God, that's right. There were clones of her. There were multiple Alice's. Yeah. God, I forgot. Yeah. You know what? I think we got to revisit this series. I think. uh, Yeah, we all we all need to watch it. Yeah. Oh, they have the big giant axe guy too from uh, Resident Evil Five, which was actually good. That was actually done pretty badass. God, yep. I'm I'm just going through the pictures on IMDb, and I'm having yeah, I'm, I think I'm having PTSD flashbacks. Yeah. 
And by PTSD, he means um, pretty. I don't know. Tight. Pretty. <laughs> pretty tight. Tight super dreams. Super dreams. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> he means pretty tight super dreams because oh, he's loving God. it. He's fucking loving, like loving reliving these terrible fucking movies. I also forgot about this actor. Kim Kim Coates. Is that his name? Kim Coates. Oh yeah, Kim Coates. Yeah. He is such an interesting looking person. <laughs> yeah, he's an interesting dude. He was in um God, what was it? The uh that immortal cop, the one who can't die. He was on it for Netflix. Shit, oh, I don't remember. A maniac cop? No. Um fantasy oh god damn it. Officer Down. That one. Officer Down? I haven't seen this. No? No. No, he's like a he's like a cop who's like brought back to life and he's like a mortal shit. Huh. It's fucking weird. It's super weird. All right. Anyways. Oh yeah, there's his face blown up. Great. I love it. Yeah, there it is. Oh, I would, this is a weird this is a weird side side thing, but I I was only made aware of him again because so Kevin James has started a YouTube channel. What? Okay. You you have to check these out cuz they're 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 actually really good. They're all like maybe a minute minute to a minute and a half. Okay. But they're fucking weird. They're like so his his main kind of bread and butter right now is sound guy so it's just like oh here's the sound guy from joker and then it he really perfectly splices himself into actual footage from these films so he did like rocky joker uh, a really good one for the notebook <laughs> um god damn it check them out they're okay. really not that bad but yeah and then he, okay. he did a really weird one with with that guy uh cotez okay R- remind me tomorrow okay Okay, remind me tomorrow and I'll check it out. All right, so on to the next. Moving uh, on. Teased all the way at the very start of uh, Doomsday Clock, which was at the very start of the DC Rebirth, which has been, how long ago has that been now? This So this was actually teased well before that. This was teased before, oh God, I want to say before Rebirth. Um. Really? This was kind. This was kind of teased before rebirth. Okay, so go into the story first, and then we'll do the background. Okay. So yeah, this was like a weird tease thing, and kind of the, the idea became that at one point or another, there wasn't one Joker, but there were three Jokers that were operating in Gotham at the same time. Yep. Uh, the the Jokers were. That weird one with the with the shaved the short cut hair or whatever that kind of came out towards the end of New Fifty Two, right? Yep. Then there was the Joker who had his face cut off, and then there was like pretty much the the proto Joker that we all know, which is like the one from like Killing Joke. Yep, I have that all right, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. And so they had teased this and they're like, you know, 
kind of it was touched upon here and there and kind of whispered and stuff like that, that, hey, eventually we'll get the three Joker series. Well, that's finally happening. And that's coming out as a three part miniseries in June. Yes. So So, cool. (laughs) Here's the background. So it was during the Dark Side War, which is the penultimate story before Rebirth. It's the end of the New 52. So during the Dark Side War, Batman sits on the Mobius chair, which is Metron's source of power, which um, not sure if this is a spoiler. It might be. We have learned like we've we've learned that Metron's source of power, the Mobius chair, actually draws from Dr. Manhattan. Which yeah. is where, which is the connection to Doomsday Clock. So, Batman sits in the Mobius chair and he asks the chair, "Who is the Joker?" And the chair tells him there are three Jokers. And then that was the last we ever fucking heard of any of this. Yeah, and then we saw him contemplating it at the very beginning of Doomsday Clock, right? Yep, he was kind of contemplating it, and he was also contemplating in the the Flash. Batman crossover. The oh, button. that's what it was. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. You're thinking of the button. Okay. Yeah. The button was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool, pretty cool little, se- like just like four part little crossover. That was cool. Um, but yeah, so that happens. Now the three jokers is going to spotlight, like you said, three different jokers doing three different things. And all three of those tie into three very different things. So, we're going to be following and kind of recounting Barbara Gordon in the killing joke, Jason Todd in a death of a death in the family and Batman's experience across time with the Joker, man. So those are the three key moments in the Joker's history that we're kind of going to follow. That's I'm really interested in this. I'm real. I'm really interested. And what's, what's cool is they said like, listen, like we're not here to like blow everyone's mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like three jokers, isn't going to flip the DC universe on its head. It's just going to, it's going to open a couple doors that you never knew were there. Hmm. Interesting. And its goal is just to kind of, piece things together in a new light like put it it's basically i think the way they worded it was like put the puzzle together in a way you never thought it could be put together so it's like i'm i'm very interested in the series because it is that is such a weird interesting premise and there's a lot of potential here so i'm dumb i'm stoked I, I'm really stoked too. Sorry, I was saying dumb because I was like just doing a Google search because I wanted to find that panel in the in the button comic. Yeah. But as I was scrolling down, uh it's Batman the Three Jokers. Uh so the one sitting you've seen the image where it's like Batman with the the deck of cards, right? Yeah. Um <clears throat> so he's like playing the cards or whatever, and there's the three joker cards. Yeah. Well, and the one at the table is Jarrett Letter's Joker. Then over his his right shoulder is Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. And then above, uh, then the third final Joker is the one from Gotham. <laughs> God damn it. This is so, this is so dumb. That's I'm sending you this. 
stupid. It's really stupid. I don't know why this exists. But yeah, I'm I'm really stoked about this. Um because I was I was so curious ever since they talked about it um at the very, you know, at the very start of the button when I was like ac- actively reading um uh rebirth and then yeah like always falling out of comics (laughs) yeah man i will say though so i was i was thinking that batman would get a little less interesting after tom king left Mm because he left after issue 85 when city of bane ended dude this new story in batman right now is fucking phenomenal really it is so good. I was like, holy shit, this is fucking super cool. Because, like, like, Cat, like, Catwoman and Batman are, like, together, finally. They're actually married and, like, they're a fucking thing. But, like, now, like, the past is, like, catching up to them. And it's, like, it's, it's fucking cool, dude. It's really cool. Like, you can start at, like, issue 86, and it's only, like, maybe four or five issues in. It's mm. super easy to catch up on, but it is super good. Man. Yeah, so. I mean, I have DC Universe, and then I just never use the comic side of things. Granted, it's like a year behind, or yeah, I think it's I a think year. I think it's a year, yeah, it's a year behind, which is so but fucking still. weird. But it should be six months behind. It least. should be six. Yeah, I think six months would be fine. Anyways, moving on, we got one more Batman thing. Yeah, we do. We uh we got our first look at Matt Reeves' Batmobile in the Batman, and it looks exactly how Batman's fucking Batmobile should look in this, his second year as a crime fighter. Yeah, it's not a fucking tank. We don't get like a tank thing this time. No, we just it's, get a straight um, up car. We just get a straight up fucking badass muscle car. It's like a it's a blacked out. It's a fucking murdered out kit car. With like a huge fucking like it looks like an RV engine in the back, <laughs> and it is it just looks it looks mean, dude. It just looks raw and it looks mean, and I'm fucking excited. I yeah, I the thing just looks so cool and like the the way the pictures taken and stuff like that. It just ah oh, man, I I I mean I don't think this movie will be bad, but man, I hope it's not. I really want it to be good. And so far, everything we've seen has been great. I'm very excited. And we know we know Batman's going to get plenty of vehicles in this one. Because like we saw the set pictures of him on the Batbike. And we know there's the Batmobile. Like, who fucking yeah. knows what else we're going to see? Like, I'm fucking, I'm excited, dude. Yeah, this car looks like you can actually drive it. And it has a door that you open. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have a... <laughs> It doesn't have a little floating thing that moves forward that you just kind of hop in the top. Yeah. I mean, he'll probably learn. He'll be like, uh, unless the roof slides back, unless they get, unless they get us and they're like, Oh, it actually does like slide back. They could. That's That's possible. (laughs) We'll see. Are you hoping for a sliding top or do you want Batman to open and close the door? I, okay. I want (laughs) Batman to open and close the door at the beginning of the movie. And then Uh by the end of the movie, I want him to have a new Batmobile where he just gets into the top. Yeah. Yeah. Or what if like the fucking roof just like launches out and then ejector seat. Hmm? What's the point of that? 
fucking animated series would do this shit all the time. He'd be like, oh no, I have to get out of this shit. And then like it like a rocket chair shoots him out of the car and then well, he okay, like grapple that, hooks. That would be fine, but then like that would lead into him getting a new Batmobile at the oh, end. Okay. Of the so like, yeah, sure. Okay, whatever. Ejector seat, fine. Yeah, come on, give us a jet propulsion ejector sheet. So that yeah. way he can be like, oh man, I'm in a bind. Litter. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. shoots up like fucking 500 feet into the sky. And yeah. I, I don't know how, how, how many feet is too many feet into the sky? <laughs> um, Probably like 11,000. Oh, okay, know. yeah, 11,000 feet is way <laughs> too many fucking feet in the sky. That's like a third of the way up to like fucking like cruising altitude for fucking like 747. Great. I want him to go that high. <laughs> don't don't go that high. Okay. All right. Fine. Don't go that, that high. I don't know why I Googled how many feet is too many feet in the sky. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to remove this story and we're going to talk about it with Bovi next week. Okay, great. I love it. Good. Good thinking. Yeah. Okay. All right um jurassic world oh man okay this series like we're getting the third film uh yeah. the second one did did well enough uh yeah that that we're getting the third film apart from a third film we're also getting a live action series set in the jurassic world universe yes um it's in development and it's supposed to debut on uh peacock the NBC's yep. fucking other streaming service because we need more streaming services in our fucking life. Yeah, because every actual cable channel needs a, stre- a streaming service now because no one actually has cable anymore. Until we all eventually switch back to cable because it's cheaper than having all these streaming services. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Either that or cable will just become a streaming service. So you just like, I'll put a Netflix on here. I'll put the Hulu on here. And you just get a package deal. And then it's like this weird channel thing. <laughs> I'd pay for that. Yeah. If it, if I could actually save money doing like a bundle like that. Yeah, I'd pay for that. Isn't that what fucking Disney Plus is with Hulu and ESPN Plus and all that shit? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I mean, pretty 15 much. bucks and you get all three of those. You get all three of those. I'd pay $20 if I could get all my my streaming services like together. Hell, I'd probably pay like 30 depending on how many I get. But, 30 so, I mean, if you calculate it all, like what? Netflix is $12 a month now, or is it $15? Uh, 12 right, It's like $12.99. Netflix is $12.99. Hulu um, is varied from like 9 to 15 right? We're going we're gonna to go with base everything. Like just base. Base so everything. Hulu, so commercials with Hulu, right? Commercials with Hulu, $5.99. Oh, wait. Well, no. We'll say we'll still keep that package, that Disney package, right? So $15. Okay, bucks, yeah, we'll keep that. So, Disney Plus, Hulu, <clears throat> and Netflix. Right. That puts you at twenty seven dollars, about twenty eight dollars, twenty eight dollars. Okay. Uh, HBO Max, which is sounding like that's going to be fifteen, right? So that puts you at what thirty? No, I'm doing math wrong. Forty two. That puts you at uh, fifteen forty three. Forty three. Wow. So yeah, forty three. Forty three. And then. And CBS, what's that? And CBS All eight, Access, eight dollars, eight dollars. So that puts you at fifty-one. Man, yeah. See, 
It's too many fucking streaming services. Too many streaming I still, services. I gotta have my I gotta have my uh my uh DC Universe eight dollars. DC Universe are eight dollars. Then you have uh we'll say we'll say Verve. We'll say Verve. Verve? That's Verve ten dollars for the whole package, right? Yeah, because Verve you get Crunchyroll, Boomerang, um you used to get Shutter, you don't anymore, which sucks. Uh Nick Splat, which is cool. Um, Man, you don't get Shutter no more? That's people anymore. Yeah. Um you get Shout. Shout's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout has like a bunch of old like Gamera movies and stuff. And there's like all these old Elvira movies. Oh, oh things. yeah. Anything that came out from like Shout Factory, right? Yeah, Shout Factory. Yeah. Shout cool. Factory. That's pretty cool. Like there's like all these old Elvira movies and stuff. It's pretty cool. Shout puts out weird movies. <clears throat> yeah, they do. Um, but yeah, like Verve, Verve honestly throws on like seven more channels. You get like Rooster Teeth and all that stuff. High dive, man. To get then, every streaming services, it's probably about a hundred dollars a month, right? It's probably about a hundred dollars. Then you have a Funimation, which is like six bucks. That yeah. that's where you get all your dubs. Fuck, man. Yeah. So if you want every streaming service to get every piece of content, it's like oh, hundred bucks. Yeah, that's about as much as cable. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. Wow. What a world. So Jurassic World, um, do we know anything about it? <clears throat> um, it's going to take place after uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and it's going to kind of follow the exploits of uh, like what's going on with the dinosaurs in the human world, essentially, like in our modern-day world. What are these dinosaurs doing in the city? I don't yeah. know. That's about it. That's about the synopsis right there. They're like, oh, look at this guy. That's that's a dinosaur in our world. Don't let him do that. Yep. That's that's pretty accurate. So, but that's really all we know about the uh, Jurassic World live action series. We do have a, we do know there's a title for the third Jurassic World movie. It's called Jurassic World Dominion. Ooh, wow. Because the Jurassics are going to uh, dominion the world, right? Yep. They're going to make the world their dominion. They're going to take it over with magic. And they're going to turn evil. And then they're going to get these aliens and crash down. And they're going to like. Gonna... And then we. Oh, oh. And then we learned, learned how to make weapons to put onto the dinosaur, right? Uh huh. Yeah. And then yeah. we start riding the dinosaurs and we start fucking shooting lasers. We yep. become dino riders. And then there's the dino riders movie right there. And then you make all the money. Somebody get the president of Hollywood on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just made a gorillion dollars. Yeah, excuse us, but uh, yeah, we got the best concept oh, right here, Dino Riders. Mm-hmm. We really do. You know, I'm going to move the story up because now that we're talking about Dino Riders, Ooh, we may as well sh- fucking talk about Mask. M-A-S-K. M- multiple action no, no, super no. kites. Mm-hmm. No. no? Now, Mobile Armored Strike Command, Command with a K. Oh, because they're cool, right? Yeah, because they're cool. So uh, F. Gary Gray is still set to direct Mask, the Mobile Armored Strike Command for Paramount and Hasbro. Um, And he now has a writer in a one Chris Bremner. Ooh. Yep. Uh, What's this Bremner feller do? Did. Uh, Let's see. Chris Bremner. He wrote Bad Boys for Life. Uh, that's it. That's it? Yeah. He's also currently writing National Treasure 3. Oh, okay. 
Cool, cool. <clears throat> this director is interesting. F. Gary, F. Gary Gray. Gray. Yeah. Yeah. He made us. I mean, we talked about him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Italian Job. Yep. He also did uh, Men in Black International. Oh, he also directed Friday. And The Fate of the Furious. Wow. He's uh, he's very up and down. Yeah. He's also done a shit ton of music videos. Yeah, he has. Okay. Yeah, so and this is supposed to be part of the Hasbroniverse, right? Yes. So this is... I Honestly, if this actually kind of follows in line with what I think is going to happen, Mask will probably be the beginning of the proper Hasbroverse. Yeah, Hasbroniverse. The Hasbroniverse. Yeah. Uh, so. and if they're if they're if they're female films, they're probably gonna call it the Hasbroniverse. God damn it! Shut the <laughs> fuck up! God damn it! <laughs> Jesus! I just high five myself. Good. No one else will high five you for that one. <clears throat> Yeah, mask. This mask has been trying to get made for fucking ever, right? For fucking ever, yeah, for so long. You know who actually started trying to make the movie for this? Who? Seth Green. Really? Yep. Seth hmm. Green is a huge fucking mask fan. Huge mask fan, which is why I would always pop up in Robot Chicken. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he is the one who kind of started kicking things off the ground like kind of putting it in Hasbro's mind that hey maybe people would want to see a live action mask movie so and I'm going to be totally honest after seeing the fate of the furious F. Gary Gray is going to make a pretty damn good mask movie yeah I think he'll I think he'll do great shit yeah I think he'll do good so but I mean that's what we got for mask Chris Bremner tapped to write it dudes fucking wrote Nothing. I mean, how do you go from writing just you, the your only screenplay screenplay is Bad Boys for Life, and now all of a sudden you're writing National Treasure three and Mask at the same time? You know, probably had a really good good script that was like on the blacklist that you know was just kind of floating around there for a while. Oh, that's possible. Then, you know, yeah. a movie that just never gets made, and then yeah, uh, that's Seth very Green's? likely. Seth Green has a lot of weird cameos. A lot of weird shows under his thing. Dude, Seth Green has been in fucking Hollywood for like 30 years. Of course he does. Well, okay. Did you know that he was in Godzilla as an uncredited fighter fighter pilot? He's also in Shazam. He's also in Shazam as a friend that's also uncredited. (laughs) I guess we need to fucking watch these movies more often and Kind of mm-hmm. try to watch him and see where he's at. God damn it. Fucking yep. Seth Green. I mean, he's fucking Howard the Duck. You know, he pops up anywhere he wants to. <laughs> oh, man. Seth Green. Huh? Seth Green. Anyways, uh, moving on. So these two are kind of tied together a little bit. So the Invisible Man is a success. A very large success, I would add, mm-hmm. given its budget and how much how much money it has made. Um, so yes, it is a fucking huge success. And Universal's like, you know what? 
let's fucking take this gravy train all the way to the bank and let's do more shit like this. Dark well, Universe is back, baby. Dark Universe is back, except they're all going to be standalone films. They're not linked. No. Yeah. Give it time. Give it time. You think so? Dude. Uh, maybe. All right. You know what people love? Well, you know what executives love? Money. Money. Yeah. You know what executives also love doing? Fucking shit up. That's a good point. So give it time. Give it probably about, we'll get a really good uh, Dracula movie. Oh, I, I kind of buried the lead, huh? You fucking <laughs> asshole. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Finish your story, then we'll talk about it. All right. So, James Wan has been tapped to direct a Universal Monster movie. He's rumored for Frankenstein. Hmm. And on top of that, Karen Kusama, the director of Jennifer's Body, has been tapped to direct and kind of, like, you know, just kick off the ground a Dracula reboot, which will take place in modern times, a la The Invisible Man. So what do you so, think their their deal is going to be for the uh, this Invisible Man or this uh, Dracula? Well, like I said earlier, I think he's going to be a politician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all politicians are monsters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hell yeah, bro. Oh, fucking yeah. Suckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. It's really sticking to the man there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Honestly, I think that um, I think it's just gonna be like it's gonna be like a Dracula two thousand type shit where he's like fucking Dracula, but he wakes up in modern times and he's just like, oh shit, modern times. He's like, what the blah, you yeah. know? Yeah, but then he's like, oh look how good I am at adapting to modern times. Now I'm Is really it, stylish. Stephen Moffat just did this right, and then um, I heard I heard it falls apart at the very last episode. Yeah. that's what i yeah that's what i heard too but they're trying to do a sequel like a second season and they're like how the fuck you gonna do that like what the hell yeah i i don't know referring back to mr sunday movies i was like listening to an episode of their podcast and uh they talked about (laughs) yep they just give an ipad and uh that's that's how he gets out he gets an ipad from the cia cool Fucking cool. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. So if it could be any better than that, then I'm down. All uh, right, J- well. James Wan's an interesting director for that. And I, I, I think, you know, the core thing here is it's... it's right, you James, know, Wan, you, James Wan. Oh, no, James, sorry. That's right. Oh, yeah, man. Karen, that'll be a really cool... Oh, yeah. man. So Karen Kusama, the director of Jennifer's Body, is Jennifer's Dracula. Body. That's yeah. I, I mean, because isn't Jennifer Bo- Jennifer's Body kind of like a vampire story? I it's like it's it. a monster movie for sure. I, I've heard it's, good things. I've never gone. Yeah, back it's, no, that. it's it's not bad. It's a pretty good movie. It's a monster movie for sure. That's cool. I, I like this 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 new approach of just like, hey, let's go cheap and let's go scary. Yeah. No, totally. Like, I think that's that's the way to go, honestly. You know? Like, make it a genuine fucking horror movie because you don't need a lot of money to make it fucking scary, you know? Mm-hmm. 
like oh, in, the invisible man showed us like the most simple shit can be terrifying i i really so, want to see that movie i'm I've, so i've heard very good things so if it's very, the very theater, things. I might go see it this weekend because I, I just <clears throat> it's on my brain. You know what else she directed? The Aeon Flux movie. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but uh, you know, that was before Jennifer's body. So you know. Okay. So she, she got better as time went on then. Yeah, she also did one of those shorts from remember that movie I talked about in Halloween called uh, XX? Yes, she also did. She did one of the shorts in that, but it's not telling me which one that she did. She actually did all of them. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, that movie is so fucking weird and good. Nice. Um, yeah. So I recommend that. But cool. Yeah. I don't. I really hope like this. I just. But yeah, give it. Give it time. We're gonna get this. This modern Frankenstein. We're gonna get this modern Dracula. And then eventually Universal is going to be like, oh, we're also getting Invisible Woman, right? From um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. Banks. Yeah. Yeah. She's directing and starring in that one. Uh, so then, yeah. So that it'll be like, oh, yeah, we'll find a way to, to match these. They did it in the, the fucking the, the old times. They were just like, oh, yeah, the Invisible oh, yeah, Man is now a secret agent for the U.S. government. And he's got to go meet Dracula because he's got to get fucking the shits. You know, and then gentleman. It was, dude. It was that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it kind of was. And then, yeah. yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, well, no one wants to see fucking Agent Invisible Man anymore." Like, what the fuck? These are monsters. These are horror figures, and now, like, they're the good guys, and in not a good way. Just <sighs> listen. If all this shit eventually leads to a modern day League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, I will go bankrupt. <laughs> why because i will go see this movie so many times that i will run out of money well all right fair enough fair enough you do that go give universal your money i will god damn it all right so now we get to some some uh i mean bad bad news bad news. um yeah, so, uh, you know, like we mentioned at the top, coronavirus, uh, as of today, uh, Wednesday the 11th, uh, the uh, WHO has officially declared coronavirus a pandemic. Um, this has been hitting everything pretty harshly, and uh, the the geekosphere, uh, the nerdosphere, mm-hmm. is no exception to this. Um, here's some of the things that are going down. No time to die. Apparently, there's going to be a, a whole plethora of time for you to wait till you can actually go and then die. <laughs> <laughs> there's pl- let's just say there's plenty of time to die now. Yeah, there's so much time. You can you can get a milkshake. You can tie your shoes. Like, yeah, take a moment. Take yeah. a moment. Smell the roses because there's now time to die. Yeah, because that's been pushed all the way to November. 2000 or to 2020 yeah november 2020 Uh, it fucking comes out november 25th now damn at the very tippy tail of november huh very tippy tail you know it comes out a week before what godzilla versus kong damn really Mm -hmm. oh man uh i think i think no time to die is gonna take take it 
will take uh, the yeah. box office. Obviously. That sucks. Obviously. It no, you know sucks. what? You know what, though? I think King of Monsters kind of proved to audiences that the critics were wrong. And I think I think Kong might might get a good a good little push. I'm I hoping hope so. so. But King of Monsters did not do as well as they wanted it to at the box office. Yeah, it really did not. And I'm hoping that Godzilla versus Kong is able to pull something out better, because if it doesn't, I think this could be the last Hollywood Godzilla movie that we see for a very long time. Oh, man, that sucks. Because I really like the 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 way that they pull that I, universe together. Same, <laughs> yeah, so same cool. here. It's it's very cool and it's very interesting in the way that they they've designed it and just like the like like you said, the world they've created there with the Titans and everything is so unique and so interesting. And it's like I want to see more in that world. I really do. Yeah. So I'm really hoping Godzilla vs. Kong is able to to keep that train rolling. So Yeah. Um, but anyways, No Time to Die pushed from April to November 25th. That's quite quite an undertaking. Peter Rabbit has also been pushed to August. Yeah, that's right. Peter Rabbit 2 was coming out. <laughs> I don't know who asked for it. Whatever. Uh yeah. that's 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 not in our our uh universe. Uh what was also announced today is that E3 has been canceled. Yep. E3 is canceled. Uh, GDC is canceled. The Game Developers Conference. Yep. Um, That's two major gaming things. Uh, Emerald City. Emerald uh, City Comic Con is canceled. Oh, uh, it's been pushed. If it moved back. Uh, 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 South by Southwest we lost. South by Southwest was canceled. Um, uh, and then Overwatch Coachella. League. Overwatch League for two months has yep. has been has been you know put off. Yep, Coachella was Coachella pushed back to October. Damn, October. Yeah, you know what? That's kind of better for a festival, right? It'd be like yeah. definitely cooler, right? Yeah, except it sucks because the schedule change. Um, Hatsune Miku and Kiari Pompi Pompi are both forced to bow out now. Damn. So the only two reasons I actually kind of wanted to go to are both gone. <laughs> so. Didn't some shit come out about Kiari recently? Um, anyways, I don't know. Uh, and then you can, you can lay down the big one that, that that's pretty cray cray. Uh, this one's actually, this one's probably the craziest one. Uh, the NBA, this isn't geek related per se, but I mean, you know what? Fucking sports, sports fans are still geeks. So whatever. Uh, the NBA has suspended their entire season. Just the whole season done because, uh, Rudy Gobert one of their uh, one of their players actually tested positive for coronavirus so season's done the warriors were the warriors were actually set to play a game tonight with an empty stadium really that yep. would have been so sad yeah and they were like dude but we're done we're calling it we're calling the whole season so it's done crazy shit That is yep. uh, so crazy. Yeah. It's a crazy world we're living in right now. Yeah. So uh, stay clean. Wash your hands. You know, if, uh, if you're going to like a large public gathering, you know, wear a mask, have some hand sanitizer. Just keep, you know, stay safe. Do what you need to do. You know, don't be an idiot. Yeah. Wash your hands. Stay inside. 
send someone to the store you you trust inside. What? <laughs> I don't know. What? That was what? that was my that was my rhyme. You know. Uh, fair enough. Oh, we got one more. We'll end it on a bit a bit of a cooler note. So, uh, Platinum Games revealed the third and final entry in their uh, their trilogy of fucking radness. It's called Project GG. And we got like a short teaser trailer that was very Ultraman-esque and super cool. <laughs> it was really fucking rad. So we don't really know too much about it, just that it's it's the third in the trilogy behind... Um, <clears throat> oh, God, behind The Wonderful 101 and... Beautiful Joe? Not, oh, dude, I fucking wish. Oh, actually, you're actually correct. Yeah. Ha! The trailer also mentions that Project GG will be the third game in director Hideki Kamiya's superhero trilogy. The first two games were Beautiful Joe and The Wonderful 101. Oh, nice. I was right. Go me. I did not realize that Kamiya directed Beautiful Joe. That makes a lot of sense looking at The Wonderful yeah. 101. Uh, you know who fucking did a, a, a crossover video with him? Who? Mega 64. That's rad. Yeah, they flew out to Japan and did a video with him too. That's pretty rad. Yeah, go you you would you would dig it. I think you'd like it because it's all based on him blocking people from Twitter. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but that's like man, a fucking that's like a a so that the the Kickstarter four it's over for the the wonderful one hundred and one remake for Switch and uh, PS four and PC even, but um. That's one of the rewards for the Kickstarter is like if you like pay this much, you'll get blocked by Hideki Kamiya on Twitter. <laughs> this is pretty damn great. That's one of the rewards. Uh, and then um, for those of you who don't know, is he's just notorious for for blocking people on Twitter. Yeah, uh, and there's a um the the Kickstarter had a had like a sub game where people could tweet like hashtags and post on Instagram hashtags and stuff to complete these missions and if they were if the kickstarter team were able to complete all of the missions up to uh, level 12 then hideki kamiya would unblock everyone on his twitter that he's ever blocked wow yeah did they do it did they get there no oh <laughs> they didn't make it <laughs> what did oh, what did man. it in its it, its run at the kickstarter I didn't see Oh god, it was a lot. Yeah, <clears throat> Did over, they unlock all stretch go- goals or no? It was over two million for sure. Wow. Uh, let insane. me see. Kickstarter the Wonderful One Hundred One Remastered. Thirty nine, thirty three thousand one hundred ninety nine blockers. Two hundred and thirty five million three hundred twenty thousand five hundred twenty eight yen. Wow. Which is, let's see how many dollars that is. 2264254 dollars. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So they hit all their stretch goals then, right? Yeah, they were actually adding a few more by the end of it. Wow. But pretty badass. Great. I'm glad we get that. That's, yeah, that's I, I've been I, I've been waiting for the port. Like yeah. I was like, yeah, this will happen eventually, right? This will get yeah. a whole new second life, and and it just was because they they had to pay more than they thought to actually port it, and they needed our help, and they get it. 
they are also this is the first game that they've ever published themselves oh wow yeah this game is self-published go them because platinum games is like this weird thing where they have all these really crazy big ambitious ideas yeah and and they deliver but they're not like commercial successes they're more cult and and critical successes honestly Uh, like lately some of their games have been both like um near automata was oh yeah huge but was that was a square enix too though right it was a it was developed by plat it was developed by platinum at the square just um published it okay yeah yeah but like that's i mean that was still a platinum developed game you know yeah so bayonetta has never been like a super seller but more of like i mean it does well though it did really well like on the switch like the Really well, yeah, it did Good. really well. So platinum deserves it. Yeah, and then Astral Chain actually has been good for them. I want to um, play that. Yeah, the game looks really good. So wow, well, that is all the news for this week. It, that was a that was a huge group in news. I that was wow. a lot of news. Oh boy, I'm exhausted after all that news. Well, I'm why don't we end it? Why don't tired. we end it how we usually do it uh, with a nice "What are you selling?" Welcome. What are you selling? What what are you selling? <laughs> what what are you selling? I am buying it a high price. <laughs> Come back anytime. Josh, you got anything for us this week? What what do you been what do you been jamming on? What do you want to tell the fine folks to start jamming on? Uh yeah, I'm gonna keep this short but sweet. Um go check out onward. It's uh, it's a, yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, beautiful visuals. It's it's pretty much Frozen for boys, honestly. <laughs> but it's you know, if if you go see it, you'll know what I mean. Um, it's a great movie, great story, lots of really unexpected kind of twists and stuff in it, and it's it's worth a watch. It definitely is. The only thing that was a little off putting to me is um. Tom Holland and Chris Pratt are both just Tom Holland and Chris Pratt in that movie. Yeah. Like that's all you hear is the two of them. And like Tom Holland, you get past, you get over it after about 10 minutes in the movie. But Chris Pratt is just always Chris Pratt. And it's always a little jarring when he talks and it's like, man, this is, this is weird. This is just weird. Yeah. Actors usually don't ever shape their voices for characters. They really, they really don't, but they really should, especially when yeah. they have, especially when they have voices like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the thing is like, look at like Tom Hanks with like Woody. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks has a very nice, calm, serene voice. His voice is recognizable instantly, but it's calm. Yeah. And he put, but he has like a witty, he has like a, a Woody yeah, character that he, yeah, that he there, there, puts on. Yeah. There is like kind of a little bit more flair that he puts on when talking chris pratt literally just fucking sounded like chris pratt the whole time like it sounded like i was listening to star lord voice of fucking disney movie (laughs) and it's it's just weird but it's a it's a great movie go check out onward for sure cool i'll do that um i'm gonna throw down um some uh 
Oh man, I got a lot of selling. Um, uh, I'll throw no. down just. I, I'm gonna just do three rapid fire. Rapid One. fire. Hit rapid quick. Fire. One. Uh, check out Undone on Amazon. Uh, it's that rotoscope kind of animated show. It's from the creators of BoJack. It is a wild trip. It's only six episodes, and they're thirty minutes each. But it's it's so well. There's only like a few kind of frames that are kind of like a little bit jank. But everything in that that show is so beautiful. It's really it's a fun wild trip of a ride that I highly recommend. Uh, second is uh, No Dogs in Space. It's a really great podcast right now. They're doing a series on on punk. Uh, they've covered the Stooges. They've covered uh, Suicide. Um, and they are currently color- covering The Damned, which has just started. And I just listened to that episode today, and it is wonderful. It's such a fun, great, cool listen. Uh, and the third, I can't remember the third, so fuck it, I'm not going to sell it anymore. But yeah, check definitely Perfect. check out Undone, Amazon Prime, and uh, No Dogs in Space uh, on Spotify. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So uh, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at Theo underscore Ripper and twitch.tv forward slash Theo Ripper. I stream art on Sundays uh, in the afternoon Pacific Standard Time. Come check it out. You can follow me early and then you'll get notified whenever I go on. It's a fun, good time. Join me. Josh, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at PHRHD and on my website, PHRHD.co. And you can catch all the cool shit that we do on heatvisionentertainment.com. You can also catch our uh, analog itself on Instagram forward slash or at analogcast, I should say, Instagram.com slash analogcast. Um, (laughs) Bobby does this. Bobby's got the shit down to a fucking T. Yeah, he does. So he does hashtag he really professional does. wrestling hashtag RIP Bovey's throat. Yeah. Hashtag professional <laughs> wrestling hashtag RIP Bovey's throat hashtag Bovey's not Fovies. And, um, <laughs> and uh, that's it. That's the whole fucking show. That's everything. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Folios. I'm going to poop my pants now, and then I'm going to poop your pants too, and then I'm going to eat some.